Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for stopping by and checking out this episode of the Respectfully Selfish Podcast. I am your host, Ben Myers, and what we do every week at the beginning of these episodes is we just like to give a huge thank you to all the people that were able to reach out to me, get very real with themselves, get brave with themselves to you know reach out to a stranger, essentially, and seek their either advice or maybe just try to gain some perspective on some things that I have gone through. Uh, So that's a huge step. That's a huge step in the self-development process. So looking inward and realizing that you do need a kind of a different perspective is a great first step. So thank you very much to everyone who got very real with themselves and were able to get real with me. And I hope I was able to help in any capacity that I could. Uh, so last week's episode, we talked about toxic relationships and how I was able to refill my tank by going home and you know, checking in with the people that are my inner circle. So, you know, it was kind of a great thing for me to do because I was able to refill my tank because those are the people that I put out all my energy and effort for and they are able to put it back to me. Um, So I want you to think about something from last week. Um, Were we able to identify these toxic relationships? Were we able to kind of start filtering out some things we will and won't accept for ourselves um, when it comes to, you know, either dating, family relationships, or just maybe professional relationships in the workplace? Were we able to kind of identify what these relationships might be doing to our mental psyche? So just look inward and kind of see if that was able, if I was able to kind of help in any capacity that way, uh, because I think it's huge to start eliminating toxic relationships or at least start limiting the influence they have on your life. So moving on from toxic relationships, what we're going to move on to now is why we seek approval and validation from pretty much everyone and anyone. Um, I feel like it's because we require acceptance. So whether it be our parents, our friends, our coworkers, or even that 7-Eleven cashier you run into after a night of drinking, we look for validation. We look for social cues to kind of give us a hint of we're doing things correctly. If somebody gives us that smile or if somebody gives us, you know, a high five or a handshake, you know, it's we look for that validation because we're just victims of habit. Um, we're, we're, we're like well-trained dogs, essentially, uh, positive reinforcement's a real thing. And if people enjoy what we do, they will tell us and we will repeat that action. So that's why it's huge to understand who you're giving your time and effort to is because they're kind of making you a mold of what they want. Um, so it's up to you to kind of create that circle of people that you will let help mold you and, um, influence you. Um, also this feeling of you know, requiring acceptance and validation, it provides that feeling of fitting in. Uh, Not that I've seen new girls too many times, but I do know one thing is that it's kind of that on a grand scale. It's those people are trying to invite you into their life, make you who they want you to be. And then they try to almost turn you on everybody else. So I I kind of um, related it to going to a new state or going to a new school and just trying to fit in that you can fit in with anybody you want but you start to fit in with the people that give you the most attention and it might not be best for you so that validation can become become something pretty dangerous where you can start getting involved in groups or things that you don't typically get involved in just because you're seeking that validation so be very conscious of who you're giving that time and energy to and who you're letting influence you because just because we're seeking approval and validation doesn't mean that we have to give up who we are. All right, moving on from that, we it's just kind of, uh, we're just desired to be liked. 
I think that's what it turns into because we have to look at what happens when we overextend ourselves to be accepted by everyone. Uh, what happens is we become molds for those people. We just talked about it. We become molds for approval. We constantly remold ourselves for the masses. So who we were obviously in our early twenties isn't hopefully who we're going to be in our early thirties because we started to refine our circle kind of got a little bit more direction as we continue to move forward. And obviously we've had to remold ourselves a few times because there's been some speed bumps or some bumps and bruises along the way. Um, but becoming molds for just for people's approval is where I think the problem lies is that Seven Eleven cashier has no impact on our life. If anything, it should just be a friendly face that we see at the end of a good night. Right. But we start to get at this anxiety that, you know, maybe this person didn't like me or maybe, um, that person from the grocery store thought I said something weird when they said, how are you? And I just told them my name. They're everyday interactions. And we tend to beat ourselves up because we think these people will not like us. And we never ask ourselves, why are we seeking these people's validation or this, these people's approval of us? Um, what impact do they have in our lives? What influence do they have on my decision-making or my goals that I set for myself? We have to start asking ourselves, why, who are these people and why do I need them to like me? Obviously, if it's family members or relationships or spouses, um, or even just friendships, these people have an important role in your life and it's for a reason. You obviously have been friends with them or for a long time, or obviously your family members have been there through your entire life. So seeking those approval, it's pretty natural. You know, it, you want to impress or, you know, fit in with the people that have surrounded your, you surround yourself with the longest and that's okay. But understand that we have to constantly ask ourselves why. So it doesn't mean if you realize, oh, I don't need this person's approval. You have to remove this person from your life. It's just, oh, well, maybe I can continue being myself. They can continue being their self and we can just coexist. Um, when it comes to a relationship, it gets a little, get a, gets a little fishy. And on this week's of this week's how to get selfish with Ben, we're going to kind of touch on that a little bit. So give me a couple minutes here and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Also something we start doing when we become molds for other people's approval is we start thinking that we have to start doing things so certain people will see. And what I mean is you start going out of your way to get certain people's attention. So whether that be a social media post or that be, you know, driving a different direction, it's when we start looking for this approval of people, it's almost like we will stop at nothing to get it. Um, I know I've been in a toxic relationship in my life and I remember doing some outlandish things. I mean, some basic things is you start staying up past your bedtime, <laughs> your bedtime as a 25 year old kid. Um, but that's what you do. You start staying up till one o'clock in the morning till this person gets off work. And then all of a sudden, you know, a year goes by and you're stuck doing this. You know, you're still doing this because you want to maintain that validation, that approval that this person has given you because of the things you have done. So what I've come to learn is just be myself and do things as I would normally do them because a relationship is going to hopefully grow and continue on for a long period of time. It's all about how you set those expectations of yourself in the beginning. So stop trying to trick people into somebody that you're not just so they'll like you. The easiest way to go about this is be a hundred percent authentic and be yourself because the people that like you for that person are the people that are going to be, you know, the best long-term partners, whether it be friends, family, or a relationship 
those are the people you're going to want to keep because they're drawn to your natural energy. They're not drawn to this person you're pretending to be. So keep that in mind. Um, stop trying to trick people to like you. Um, because now we're becoming just molds that we ourselves don't even recognize. And that's scary when you start, you know, pretending to be someone else for so long that you take a step back and you're like, I have no idea who I am anymore. I had that moment a couple years ago. I was living in Philadelphia. I remember getting out of the shower and looking in the mirror and just kind of glaring at myself and being like, who the hell are you? I had no idea what I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted to do with my life or the, you know, the, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grow up kind of thing, except I was 29. I should have at least had some direction and I'm looking back and realizing it was okay. I didn't, that was part of my direction was being lost. It's kind of weird. Um, so acting, that brings me to acting in my own skin. That's when we talked about it on one of my episodes is I, you get that feeling of not being yourself. You start acting to kind of put a smile on, get through the day. But what happens is when you go back and you realize you're acting, you're just acting to get approval from everyone you meet. Um, and that's not only impossible, but it's unhealthy. So if you find yourself acting in your own skin and you know, like I said, my rule, I said this in the beginning of, um, I think one of the first or second episodes is if I have a three day rule, if three days go by and I'm feeling the same emotion, I, I identify that I need a change. So if you feel yourself, you know, in a funk or experiencing a lot of anxiety or that feeling of acting in your own skin, and it lasts for three days or more, start realizing that you might be just seeking approval from the wrong people. And like I said, that's not only impossible to please everyone and anyone you meet, it's incredibly unhealthy because we talked about you're becoming a mold that you don't even recognize. So if this person's treating you as a disposable piece of I don't know, equipment, what happens is that person leaves and you're stuck with this mold of yourself that you might not even like. You probably don't. You just created all this, whether you created this exterior version of yourself that isn't a reflection of who you are so you're hanging out with somebody you don't even know anymore and it's yourself so think about that because the outcome of that is your happiness relies on everyone else and that's incredibly scary to think about is if you spend all of your time trying to make everyone else happy the only way to be happy yourself is by making them happy and that's a lot of happiness <laughs> that isn't coming from within, right? You start to get farther and farther from yourself. And the farther you get away from yourself, so the longer you're trying to do this, whether it be pleasing that 7-Eleven cashier or that person you're that you find cute in class or you know at work, you're getting farther and farther away from yourself. And it's going to take you so much longer to get back to baseline and remember who you are in the direction you wanted to go. Now, I wouldn't say I'm the same person as I was as a teenager or, you know, college Ben or even post-college Ben. I've definitely grown and I've matured as I've kind of gotten older here and I've learned certainly more lessons. But the one thing I remember when I was acting my own skin is I remember feeling like I will never get back to those core values of myself because I've spent so much time trying to be someone I wasn't. I didn't know who I was anymore. So 
make sure that you're not pushing away your circle because they're the people that are going to keep bringing you back to make sure you know you don't get too far from yourself and focus on toxic toxic behaviors that you're doing um they, they help you with that that your inner circle will let you know hey man you're, you're acting out of line here you're way out of the norm of what you're you know who you are so realize that you need some people to point out what your toxic behaviors are or if you're in a toxic relationship your inner circle will let you kind of know that now in my case i just refuse to listen to my inner circle and you know that's part of the growing process and that's part of why i do a podcast is because i want to be part of that inner circle that kind of helps you realize it for yourself because i had hundreds okay hundreds is a bit of an exaggeration but i had tens of people telling me you are out of your mind this person is not good for you this person does this 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 and this and you are miserable constantly but i didn't change because i didn't feel it at the time until i know i'm not going to make changes so that's what i'm here for i want to be in your inner circle making you realize it before everyone else just tells you and you don't want, and you just start pushing them away so we're, that's the whole point of this is we want to look inward and we want to start finding it out for ourselves because other people telling us just doesn't do the trick all the time. So let's see, what's another outcome? Uh, an outcome of becoming a mold and seeking validation from other people is usually a lifetime of never living the life you are meant to enjoy. And I wrote the word quote next to that because I find that to be incredible, incredibly powerful. You're going to live a lifetime of never living the life you are meant to enjoy. It's because you're trying to be someone you're not. We're meant to enjoy the things we like. We're in, we, we naturally get joy from things we do, whether we know it or not, until we do it. But if you continuously do things out of your enjoyment zone, we'll call it, you're going to stop enjoying life and you're going to be living for the enjoyment of other people. So we have to stop doing that. And we have to stop resorting to social media for that validation too. I mean, I don't want to go into the rabbit hole of social media at the moment. I'm going to do a whole episode on that, I think. But scrolling through for likes and comments and comparing yourself to some celebrity fitness model who does this because you know you feel like you look like them or you want to look like them. Stop relying on other people because you're going to live a lifetime that of living that you were never meant to enjoy. So we talked about getting selfish with Ben. And what I want to do here is actually take um, a personal relationship of mine, somebody that I hold dear to my heart, and they are going through something that um, no one obviously wants to go through. They're, they're experiencing a divorce here. And they, they reached out to me and they said, hey, Ben, I have this idea in... Uh, what keeps happening is I'm seeking validation since I'm trying to date now and maybe you can do that for an episode. So this entire episode goes out um, to that person. You know who you are. I'm not going to bring your name into this because obviously you're going through enough right now, but I want to touch base on kind of the things we talked about over the phone. So what it is here is getting selfish with Ben, going through a divorce or to relate to everybody is maybe going through a messy breakup. So as you're going through and you're starting to maybe date and get out of this toxic relationship, um, first things you have to kind of understand that there's no playbook for this. Just because I took, say, a couple years to get out of this and realize how to become respectfully selfish, someone might have hit their breaking point way before me and get over this in about a month. 
So don't compare yourself to other people. The big thing is what you have to do is look inside, look inward and understand how you're feeling. And if you're not feeling ready, push it a little bit, you know, try to try to get out of that comfort zone of being upset and well, for better lack of better words, miserable at times. Um, but the big thing is understand you can't hold yourself to somebody else's timeline because there's no playbook. Everyone grieves differently and everyone grieves I wrote down everyone grieves in different places at a different pace. So it's kind of catchy, I think, but understand that next is you have to start trimming relationship fat and start and start setting expectations for what you want. And that isn't talking about, you know, maybe that pesky 15 pounds you put on. Um, and if you did, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, what I'm talking about when I say start trimming that relationship fat is start eliminating the people that, you know, maybe associate you associated with that person and that doesn't mean you have to be upset about it you don't have to be a dick about it what you can do is you just start naturally backing up you start backing yourself out of that corner you are, you feel like you're in and you eliminate these people because you're no longer in that circle you're no longer in that relationship and these people are bringing you negative emotions these people are always in your business, always asking what you're up to because they want to talk to this person about it, or they're just judging you. They're judging you how you're going through this breakup. Listen, we're not on a grand stage. We don't have media members coming up and asking us, oh, what have you been doing since the breakup? Why are you doing this? How come you haven't done that? That's not how this works. So you have to start refining that inner circle that we talk about on every episode. And if they don't align with your goals or the direction you're trying to go, eliminate their influence on you. Next is you have to start strengthening your, um, or you have to start sharpening your strengths. So I know a lot of times, even in a breakup or, you know, you lose a friendship or in this case, a divorce, you have to start focusing on the things that you do well and not the things that led you to where you're at now, because those things that led you to the place you're at now were really just warning signs. They were really just telling you you're not in a place you want to be. So by focusing on them, you're only going to stay in that same mindset. So start realizing that, you know, you enjoy, you start doing the things you enjoy, start doing the things that you're good at already and start honing in on those and almost practicing as if you're a professional athlete, start making them your priority because these strengths are going to what are going to be what propel you to this next level of hopefully being respectfully selfish, being open-minded, being almost more free as you kind of go throughout the day. So understand that you should start sharpening your strengths and not focusing on the, the negative things, the negative emotions that got you here next. So this is a big one for me and it's not for everybody, but um, for me, it was, I got extremely black and white with what I will accept for myself. And that meant I was cutting people out. Um, now, in this case of in a divorce, if you have kids involved, it gets a little bit messier there um, because you can't just eliminate certain people from your life because you want to create a positive experience for your children too. So in this case, understand that black and white might not be cutting off your former significant other, but definitely limiting the influence they have on you. As we keep saying that limit that influence. So for me, when I got black and white, I meant I deleted this person's number. I deleted them and blocked them on Instagram, Facebook, everything else. They're friends that, you know, we have 
mutual friendships with, I understood that I had to set expectations for them and say, Hey, if I don't, I'm not invested in this person anymore, so I don't need to know what's going on in their life. And I expect that mutual kind of respect that I don't want you going back and telling them what I'm doing with my life. And if they do, you just understand that it's black and white and they're no longer someone in your circle and that's okay. So when I say getting black and white with what you will accept, it means except for yourself. So the things you're going to let influence you, the things that you're going to, you know, start investing your time and energy back into, because you're not going to continue to invest that time and energy on things that have gotten you to this point of needing to either get a divorce, a breakup, or end a relationship or end a friendship. You want to start accepting things that are going to propel you to your goals and keep moving you forward in this journey of becoming respectfully selfish and self-discovery. This this personal journey of yours has to be led and pioneered by you. So start becoming the captain of your own ship and understanding that you are the person, the gatekeeper that will filter out the things that are good and bad for you. You can't rely on other people. All right. And lastly, which is one of the biggest one is you have to remember this. You have to remember you are what you choose to attract. So as you're getting out of a big relationship, um, the first thing we try to do is we do, we start becoming that mold of, of person that we keep talking about on this episode. Understand that if you accept everything and everyone else's opinions, you become the product of what you are pretending to be. So it goes right back into becoming this mold of someone you're not. You work so hard to finally get to this place of detaching yourself from what was either a toxic relationship or just a relationship that naturally ran its course. Become yourself again. Become the person that you have always wanted to be for yourself. Don't become the product of what you think other people want. So I'm going to read that line for you one more time. Remember, you are what you choose to attract. If you accept everything and everyone else's opinions, you become the product of what you are pretending to be. So just think about that. Um, And I hope this helps with people going through, you know, a little bit of a self-identity crisis because I know I've had multiple in my life. Um, But I hope this episode is able to help you out and help you get through that kind of stuff. If there's anything else I can help help you through, I always say slide into my DMs, send me a text message, go on the respectfullyselfish.com and get on my emailing list. And I respond to everyone um, with original messages. I don't have any formatted text or anything like that. I respond um, because I feel like the authenticity comes from the original messages for me. So I don't want to kind of send you guys just, you know, cliche quotes or anything like that. I want to actually help everyone that I possibly can. Um, So thank you guys so much. I love every one of you. Thank you for stopping by. And I have some big announcements coming for next week. So keep an eye out on my social media. Uh, My Instagram is Ben at Ben J Myers and my Facebook is Ben Myers. So guys, thank you so much again. I love you all and I look forward to helping you out in the future. All right. Take care, guys. Bye.